Welcome to I Made This from Do Anything Media, a show about passionate people executing their big ideas in realistic ways you can learn from to make your own big idea a reality. Man, I really need to edit that. I'm Bill Meeks, and today I'm joined by Anne-Marie DeSimone. Hi! And uh, we're live streaming on Facebook, too. I see Bobby there in the chat room. How's it because going, Because Bobby? Bobby's always here. Bobby's always here. Uh, yeah, so basically uh, what we're doing today, normally... You know, this is a very tightly edited interview podcast, one-on-one, getting into the real nitty-gritty of creativity. A lot of people are stuck at home right now, uh, forced to be creative mostly by themselves. Do you need some sanitizer? Yeah, actually, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Could I get some more sanitizer? Sure. Um, Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you again. Sanitize, everyone. Yeah, got to sanitize. So what we're going to do today (laughs) is we're going to have sort of a special episode where, like I said, we're live streaming on Facebook. And we're going to be bringing in different cool creative people I know to talk about what they're working on during the quarantine, uh, the COVID-19 coronavirus quarantine. COVID-19 shutdown. Yep. So many states are shut down, (laughs) but not Florida. Not yet. yet. Coming soon. It's coming. The Olympics had to go first and the Florida will be right behind them. Yeah. (laughs) But so anyway, everyone's stuck inside. We're going to be talking to her in a few minutes. Uh, But first I thought we'd, you know, we'd kick off the stream here, uh, Sort of just talking between me and Anne-Marie about how our uh, quarantine vacation has been going. Uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and uh, f- fill us in? Because you're a teacher, right? So I, I am a teacher. Yes. Rumor has it. <laughs> um, well, we were on spring break this week, so it wasn't a huge difference mm-hmm. um, because I wouldn't have been doing much work anyway. However, I did spend a lot of my time um, creating new online resources for my students that I'm not sure they're really going to get to use because they're going to be getting packets made to their house but Uh we're gonna try and get some of that digital stuff in there for them too (laughs) um but um the the whole shutdown i have never not wanted to lay in my bed and watch tv as much as i haven't not wanted to lay in my bed (laughs) and watch tv this week you're like I've watched all of the CSI, all of the Gilmore Girls for the <laughs> no, 15th I have not, time. No, I have not gotten to Gilmore Girls yet. I am in the middle of both a CSI and West Wing rewatch. I have my Netflix and my Hulu. If I feel like it, I'll go to Amazon and watch Downton Abbey again. You're motivated to stream. I'm motivated to like. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, uh, but one cool thing that you've been doing. Oh, yeah. uh, is just be, this week, J.K. Rowling sort of loosened up the rules about the Harry Potter stories. Right. Uh, so, so why don't you tell them a little bit about that and then what you've been doing for your class? Sure. So actually, uh, since this all started, probably actually about two weeks ago, when they first started shutting down a couple of places, a lot of mostly children's authors, a lot of picture book authors started loosening up the um, copyrights so that teachers could read um, their books to their students, uh-huh. whether it through like some sort of an, a closed um, video. Um, most schools have some sort of platform like Google Classroom, Classroom um, Canvas, uh, a whole bunch of different. What are you doing? I'm just moving my <laughs> microphone. So when I'm looking at you and talking with you, You're I'm actually, actually talking into the microphone. Um, <laughs> uh, so a lot of them have loosened those so that people can um see that um but uh so jk rowling has done this so now i've been recording sorcerer's stone chapter mm-hmm. by chapter for my class um i'm only two chapters in and let me tell you it takes a lot longer to record <laughs> a chapter than i ever thought like it goes so quick when you're just reading it to yourself and uh-huh. you're like mm, three minutes later half an hour for chapter one 
Yeah, I've actually I, I've been recording an audiobook version of my uh, fan podcasting, the complete guidebook I came out with a couple weeks ago. True. And yeah, it definitely it feels much longer when you're manually having to read it. Right. Um, I see that Bobby had a question. He said, speaking of Gilmore Girls, have you seen Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? OK, listen, I made it about a third of the way through the pilot. And then I was like, I just can't. I want to. I want to watch anything that Lauren Graham does because she makes me happy. I couldn't do it. I, I'm not good with the shows that are musicals, mm-hmm. which is so weird because I'm really good. Like I enjoy musicals, yeah. but I'm not very good with TV shows who are like, this is our musical episode. No, stop. <laughs> not everybody can be Glee. See, for, for me, I've been hesitant to watch it just because I was a huge fan of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And I've heard this was like the show that they released to take the place of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And so I, I automatically have something against it. So I haven't checked it out quite yet. From the little bit I've seen, you would not enjoy it. Yeah, because the thing because th- it's basically they use pop songs, right? Yeah. And uh, just use those as like the musical. Interludes. Right. It's um. Kind of like the music in their head or it's like the one the Zoe can hear what other people are playing in their head type of song. Like the music, you know, how gotcha. you always get a song. And- yeah. So which is very much how Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was like the musicals were, you know, what she was thinking about the situation in her head. But I, they were original songs, you know, they were right. like over 100 original songs for that. Series. Right. So. <laughs> so, no, uh, we haven't seen Zoe's Extraordinary. No. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, so, uh, let's see, as for me, uh, oh, what, yeah. sorry. What have you been up to this week? Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, that's a, I, I'll fit, pay you five bucks a little bit later. Okay. Good. Um, no, I, what I've been working on mainly is, and you, you heard about it. If you listen to the Ali Spagnola episode of I made this, mm-hmm. uh, there was an advertisement saying we're doing a do anything jam and we want to get you involved. It has micro vlogging and all this stuff. Anyway, we did that the first week of March. Did it. Yeah, Amory did it. I did it. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, did it. Bobby in the chat room did it. Um, but I, so I've basically been trying to work with that footage. The first big delivery was I said, everyone for doing it, I'm going to give you a one minute social video done in the style of a documentary I did a couple months ago called In One Week or In, in 100 Days. And I'm going to give you this one in one week video uh, based on your vlogs that you can post to your social and I'm going to post them on our social too. Right. So that was a week of getting all those edited together. Right. And then today- It came out so good. Oh yeah. I, I love all of them that mm-hmm. I've seen and I've seen all of them. Because you edit them. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, if you want to check those out, by the way, they're being posted over on our Do Anything Media Facebook page and at YouTube.DoAnything.Media. Okay. Uh, we're releasing a couple of weeks for the it's next seven everywhere. weeks. But eventually all this footage is going to become a documentary series, a seven part series called One Week in March. And so I've been starting doing the very basic uh, work on that today, this week, et cetera, et cetera. So I've been staying busy. I've been staying busy. I've been doing a lot of editing and stuff like you that. You have them. So how has the uh, the whole quarantine thing been been treating you? Um, I am so bored. <laughs> I like... A month ago, I would have given my left arm to be forced to stay home and do nothing. Like I considered going, hmm, should I just take a sick day to take a sick day? But it's way more work than it's worth. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't and I didn't and I didn't. And then here we are. Yeah, it, it's very it's it's very just weird because you have you have no sense of schedule. None. Uh, I have no clue what day it is like. I have no clue what day it is at any time. I, I've been having a very hard time keeping my schedule straight, you know, during the day. The day just flies. 
Yeah, it's, it's like, gone. oh, I woke up, it's 5 p.m. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Meals are so arbitrary. The kids just keep going, are you going to serve us lunch? I'm like, can't mm-hmm. you just make a sandwich yourself? Like, <laughs> they're old enough. Why do I have to still do this? Yeah, it's also so, it's really creepy going out and about and all this. Because for one, you're not supposed to. You're really not supposed to. Uh, but because you're not supposed to, it's always so quiet. Like, uh, you know, we live near the highway. We live near a couple busy roads. There's cars coming through this neighborhood all the time. It's like, you know, like, go much. take the dog out for a walk. It's nothing. Well, see, it's different though. It's There's no, not as much car and like business traffic, but the people. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh like, yeah. Way more people. So we stay six feet away from them. We, as much as possible. We're like, everybody <laughs> over in the grass, let them walk. But like, so we've been taking like family walks out just because we have to get out of the house. Like you can't, we're all just staring at screens. Let, let me just be honest with you. We're all just staring at screens. He's editing. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out work. The kids are playing video games and watching TV. YouTube I'm videos. editing and not watching the complete series of Westworld. Just editing. That's all I'm doing. He's watching. I'm about but, halfway through season two. I started on Saturday. Um, but so we're all just like, everybody put your shoes on. We got to go. And there are so many people out. Like most of the times, if you go out at like 630, 730, the entire neighborhood is alive. Yeah. People are Way so, more than it has been. And people are so friendly. Mm-hmm. Every time I take the dog for a walk, even if it's like seven o'clock in the morning, because people are out because nobody knows how to function. I mean, they're friendly in a sense because they they smile and wave at you, but they're unfriendly in another sense because when they see you coming, they cross the street. Right. Well, a lot of the times, like I went walked past a lady who was washing her car. I was like, hi, good morning. She's like, oh, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I've never talked to you before. But I'm so bored, so I'll talk to anyone <laughs> from six feet away. Ziggy, don't bark. Uh, Bobby in the chat room says he's he's still working uh, by himself. Oh, uh, no. He had to change 300 clogged spray nozzles this weekend. Basically had to do 400 squats over two days. Ooh, That's pretty intensive, squat. Bobby. And squat. <laughs> Oof. Well, I mean, you're making the money while the rest of us might not be. <laughs> So uh, to be a little less depressing. Okay, less um, depressing. Let's do it. So, so how are, how are you dealing with this isolation? Like, what, what what are you doing to keep yourself occupied or trying to keep your mind occupied? During all this? I keep harassing you when you should be doing work. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's true. Um, it's specifically like I sit down. I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend the next four hours editing. Hey, Bill, let me talk to you about this hey for Bill, twenty minutes. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Hey, Bill. This. Um, I keep. I'm on social media too much. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Um, yeah. I'm mindlessly scrolling more than I've ever mindlessly. Like on Sunday when we get the like week or the update from Apple, like your usage has gone up 723%. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why I have nothing else to do. <laughs> like it's the only way you literally can be connected with people Yeah. right now. I mean, a lot of people are just like randomly Zoom meeting people. Yeah, let's actually let's talk about that for the a kids. second. No, I just think it's very interesting oh. how this thing that we've been doing for years and years and years, live streaming on the internet, like all of a sudden it's like everyone's live. Everybody's streaming. doing it. <laughs> and I have opinions, but I'll keep them to myself. Keep them to yourself. I have put Be out polite. there that, you know, the com- fan podcasting, the complete guide has a great section on live streaming and interacting mm. with the chat room. It's true. And uh, if anybody needs any help with OBS, let us I, know. I'm an expert. Uh, 
<laughs> um, no, but going with that though, um, like I did a big blue button meeting with my coworkers today. It was like the only way, cause you have to stay in groups of less than 10. And yeah. if we're going to be honest, none of us really want to be all near each other because you don't know who's sick. You don't know who's what. Okay. Moving, um, exposed and you don't want to get exposed. But, um, like last Monday, our two of our three kids had a zoom meeting <laughs> with their friend and had played, um, they did a scavenger hunt. They ate lunch at the same time. Like they were at the lunch table. Yeah. They Zoom, I believe they dropped their premium pricing. They did. Uh, Almost everybody is, did. It's the smartest thing you could possibly do because, you know, you're going to get a lot of new people trying out live streaming, really liking it, wanting to continue with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when they go to continue with it, they're going to be using the product they were using you know, right. during this crazy quarantine recession, end of the world thing. Right. So, you know, when the zombie apocalypse happened, Zoom, everyone's going to be Zooming. Well, I mean, zombie Zoomers. but it's it's not even just Zoom. Like I have never seen so many. What is it? Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, Big Blue Button. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure what Seesaw is, but I've heard a lot about Seesaw. Um, it's a it's a plank that one person sits on either side and it can go one way or the other. Um, but like all these different platforms, um, that I've been, everybody's using all over. And Mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, I'm in like three bazillion teacher groups on Facebook. So I'm hearing things from all over the country. Yeah. So you see, but you kind of see what's regionally specific, which Mm -hmm. is kind of neat. Um, but it's just, it's crazy. It's the only way people can keep in touch. Absolutely. Absolutely. And good luck with it. Truth. Read the book. Um, okay. Um, so <clears throat> buy the book on Amazon. Edit here, Bill, because uh, you just coughed a bunch into the microphone. Sorry about that, people. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get our first guest on now. And this is uh, Joel uh, from Portland. Joel from Portland. Uh, so let's go ahead and give him a call. Hopefully he answers. Uh, my face. Sanitize. Waiting on Joel. Waiting on Joel from Portland. <gasps> Hello. Hi, Joel. Hey. Hey, it's Bill and Anne-Marie. How's it going? You're live on the internet. Oh, hey, I'm doing great. How are you guys? I've been listening to you. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, you that's why I took you signed you, up. That's why I took that's why it took you a second to answer because you were you were busy watching us. It makes Perfect. sense. I love oh it. yeah, all all the bandwidth. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh so Joel, uh you you participated in the uh we were talking about it a few minutes ago, the the in one week slash uh one week in March project, the microvlogging project. Hey, how did that work out for you? How did how did you enjoy doing that or not enjoy doing it? Well, you know, at the beginning, I thought it was easy, like uh, just film everything all day for, you know, 10 second increments and then just send it into you. Mm-hmm. And then I found myself getting to the end of the night, uh, you know, after coming home from work at 530 and mm-hmm. doing the rush of getting everyone to dinner in bed. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to record something. So <laughs> most of them are either like on a car ride or late at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I saw that a lot. It's, it's just one of those things I... I think because I did it for 100 days, I got very much more in the rhythm after, you know, 20 or 30 days of always looking out for something. But, you know, you know, j- just that very short time period of seven days, you know, it's hard to kind of fall into the habit. But you did great stuff. I, re- I really loved everything uh, you shot, although there was a lot of stuff from your car. I'm so sorry. About oh, that. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got really good at those uh, window mounted mount to uh, clip on to tell me where I'm going. Yes. Now I'm just going to use it to record everything. That's awesome. Nice. Okay. So, so Joel, uh, you had a specific project uh, you wanted to talk about tonight. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about it while I try and get the website up for the people watching? Yeah. Well, I mean, originally it was, it's, it, it's a blog, 
But uh, a long time ago, I started writing short stories, and then I was trying to convert them digitally and type them up, and um, mm. uh, just to to keep them, you know, in case uh, a fire happened and that notebook burned, or I put it in an email and that email got lost. So I thought, hey, everyone does blogs. Why don't I just take my stories and put them in a blog form, uh-huh. um, not necessarily for an audience, but for myself, and it just kind of grew from there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I, you know, I, I did something similar to this like a million years ago. It was uh, I called it the Chronicles of Baby Billy, uh, where it was supposed <laughs> to it was supposed to be a blog um, from the perspective of me when I was a baby. And through the course of it, you would find out that I had actually been transformed back into a baby through some sort of sci fi means. I, I, I stopped doing oh it after God. about a month because it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you have something? No, I was going to say, I, I remember some of these ghost train stories. These came up on Sharing Spot. <laughs> Which yeah, I mean, when you were doing your machine. project, Emory, you supported the, pro, uh, you know, the, my blog back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, if you know, if you end up going into it or anyone goes into it, you'll see that um, it's something I started back in 2007. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. it feels like, oh, this is a 20, you know, almost 20 year long project or 13 year long project. But it's it's really like. 80 hours a year is all I did on it. And so a lot of the posts are from 2016, 2017, Mm -hmm. and I've just been going through it during this whole scenario. And (laughs) I cranked out a whole nother, you know, part of a chapter this past week that I'll probably be posting tonight. So, so, uh, you know, speaking of this whole scenario, um, I, I, I'm sure you're finding it, you're, you're finding, you know, certain, you know, holes where you can, uh, where you can create more. What are those times for you right now with Cause everyone's on a weird wonky schedule. Like oh, what, yeah. what times are you finding best to kind of sit down and get creative? Well, you know, I've got three kids. And so what they'll do is they'll plop down, watch any of the streaming services and I'll just kind of get zoned out. Cause it's like, how many times can you watch frozen two since it gets released? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, they're doing that. And then I just click over to uh, my desk, which I just created in last week. Cause I'm now working from home. So I got mm-hmm. a monitor from home, got the mouse, keyboard, and all the setup. And I was like, hey, you guys are going to watch movies. I can come over here and start doing something that I haven't been working on for a while. Yeah. Get back in touch with it. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Did, did you not have a dedicated space devoted to that kind of stuff before? or uh... No. No, oh. really. I've, I mean, the only time I ever wrote was on my off time, mm-hmm. uh, kind of at work. I haven't had a laptop or a desktop computer for probably 12 years. Um, wow. and it's just been like working off of a tablet or with my phone, mm-hmm. but now it's like, it's nice to have a keyboard under my fingers at home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for sure, I could have been like typing for hours while everyone's asleep and, and crank a lot of good workout. So what was your work nice to, uh, just kind of come in and, uh, did they give you the machine basically, uh, for you to use and everything? Or did you have to go? No, it's it's one of those things where I think that the rule is if they found out about it, it would be their uh, IP because they did it probably while I did it while I was on their dime. Oh, but, gotcha. Um, gotcha. It's not a it's not at my current place of work, so I'm not too concerned. But uh, everything I've done since I've been at my new job has been on my own time, uh, usually with my phone or my tablet. It's really hard to write long form short stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. with just a phone <laughs> oh yeah like i I've, I've tried doing editing or revising my I editing can't. uh with a phone and it just it does not work <laughs> like at all no it's yeah. ridiculous 
It is ridiculous. I can barely type an Instagram caption on my phone. And it's like, that's your only option. I'm like, can we just, yeah, can exactly. I just use a computer, please? Hey, Joel, uh, this is, uh, and Bill edit this out of the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you still have our video up. I just want to make sure we're still coming through because our preview over here is not coming through. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it is. So I've got I've got you guys on a muted tablet, and I don't know if it's my bandwidth or okay, not, but go. it's it's kind of freezing and going in and out. But it's probably because I got eight things streaming at my house. <laughs> we as, know the feeling, as do we all. And I, I just checked it, and it all looks good. So okay, I, good. So uh, Joel, how how are you doing otherwise with this quarantine thing? You know, we were talking right before you came on. It's a weird, wonky, messed up situation that is yeah. like something out of a movie that's hard to get your head wrapped around. How are you holding up? Well, good. Um, you know, I've been taking a lot of videos and pictures with the intent of saving them to a file to uh, create a longer video later. You know, at, we're going to look back on this six months from now or in a year, and, and it's just going to feel surreal. It's something that hopefully we're going to get past mm-hmm. and be able to move on from. And we will look at how we work from home differently. We'll look at how we, you know, treat germs and germ warfare in general differently. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's a moment in time to capture. For sure. So that's what I'm doing. Um, we've kind of like you guys said earlier in the beginning of the show, we've been going out for walks and drives, mm-hmm. not to go anywhere, just to drive. To just to get out. Sense yeah. of normalcy. Escape the four Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like that. And, you know, when I was doing the, the vlogs and dealing with the fact that somebody ran into our house with a car <laughs> a week that's and a half insane. ago and dealing with insurance companies and property yeah. lines and all sorts of stuff. So we've been, we've been very busy, but you know, like Anne Marie said, it's a lot of screen time. It's just sitting down and, yeah, and, uh, and swallowing the bitter pill of like, yeah, just stay home, watch a bunch of stuff, right? Have nerf dark guy. Uh, fights, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like who'd have thought like staying home and like watching TV would be torture. Yeah. Or like playing on the, I'm like, I can't go down any more YouTube rabbit holes. Like I'm bored. I'm yeah. bored of my usual rabbit holes. Yeah. It's like, you know, throughout the rest of the year, you're like, Man, I wish I could just get five minutes to catch up on this show or watch this movie or something. And then you finally get the time and you're like, wait a second. I'd rather Uh, go somewhere. I'm bored now. Like, (laughs) I've done this for 26 hours. I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like you guys said, you watch a show. And what do you do when you're done with that show? You go on the internet to read fan theories Mm -hmm. and you go and find out like other pages, like here's all the Easter eggs you didn't see. Right. And then you realize it's 2 a.m. in the morning and you haven't showered (laughs) and it's just a mess. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to take a, we're going to have to let you go in a second, Joel, because we have someone else lined up at 830. Uh, But I'm just going to take a quick survey Uh, right now. You know, a week and a half or so into, you know, this whole lockdown quarantine situation. The major part of it. Yeah. How many showers are you taking every every week? <laughs> right now. Every week. <laughs> I, you know what? I took one for this podcast. I was you like, did. I got to sound good. So I got to go uh, make myself look good. That explains uh, why I, you haven't uh, cursed see, at all. You a sound week, very Probably clean. three. Three. Three? That's all good. That's three all good. a week. Yeah. That's like super motivational. I know. Right. What about you, Anne Marie? I don't know if I've taken three. I'm not even going to lie to you. I might have only <laughs> taken two. I took one yesterday because I had to go to work today. Right. Now I just do when I'm bored. Like it used to be yeah. like, that's how I would wake up is I'd get up in the morning, get a shower before work and go. And now I'm just like, I mean, I'm going to go walk the dog and sit in front of my computer. Why am I taking a shower? I'm pretty sure the 12 year old is sticking to that too. He's like, yeah, somebody teach tweens to bathe. People have been trying for decades. I can't get it. I'm like, he smells. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, and since no sorry, one sorry. since I, no I, one asked, of course I'm taking 17 a week like I because, normally okay, do. No, that's not fair. You work out every day and you usually take at least one every day because you mm. work out. First of all, yeah. I don't know where you find this motivation. Plus plus I'm 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 working on a homespun uh vaccine to the coronavirus. Oy. So I'm constantly washing my hands and I figure what well, might as well just get the rest of the body with it. I'm just Look for that keep coming next sanitize. week. Sanitize. Do sanitize. anything dot media. <laughs> coronavirus uh, or coronavirus. coronavirus. <laughs> nice. All right, Joel. Uh, well, we're gonna let you go, but thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Great to talk you. to you as always. Uh go check out Oh stuff. yeah. Links in the show notes, all that. Okay, great. Thanks. You guys take care. See you ya. Too. Bye. Doo-doo-doo. doo That was fun. I love it. We yeah. don't get to talk to Joel enough. We do not. Um, why don't you uh, uh-uh. document what Bobby's been saying in the chat room while I try and pull up our next guest here? Okay. Well, what Bobby's been saying in the chat room. Um, he was pretty impressed with the baby Billy story because he hadn't heard that one before. And you know yeah. what? Bobby, I think I've only heard it about five times too. So yeah, that's so it actually, is a, it is a deep cut. It is a deep cut because there's many times where he starts telling a story and I go, stop, because I've heard it too much. Um, and then he said everything sounds good when we were a little confused about how things were going. <laughs> He's like, I have not said much. <laughs> Who are you waving at? Oh, our next guest. Our next guest is all lined up. Uh, we're not supposed to call him until 830, but I know he has an early out. I was about to say we're 826. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and try and give call him a him call. Anyway. And I'll go ahead and let me load up the Skype window here. Hey, how are you on the Skype window too? Uh, because it's capturing over here. Right now. Oh. <laughs> um, let's see here. So let's go ahead do, and do, call do, up do. Nathan. Hopefully Nathan will answer. Oh, I feel like I haven't heard this song in ages. Oh, this changes our... Hello, Nathan. How's it going? It's going quite well. How's it going with you, sir? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, sorry, you won't be able to see us. Um, okay. But uh, this is Nathan Beatty. Um, Hi, Nathan Beatty. I know him from a lot of things. Uh, you guys might know him best uh, if you are followed my Dog Boy books. Uh, Nathan <sighs> uh, did the audiobooks for the Dog Boy books. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> There's the voice right there. And, but uh, you also you also do a lot of podcasting and stuff now, too, which you weren't doing back then. So, uh, Nathan, why don't you go ahead and give us just a little, you know, brief introduction to you and what you do? Well, um, uh, I, I do a lot of things. Um, currently, right now, uh, I kind of gave myself the title of technical director of the Creativity in Progress Network, or we like to call it the CIP Network. Mm-hmm. Um it's fun when you do stuff like this. You can give yourself titles like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Uh, I made myself COO. <laughs> CEO <laughs> over here. CEO. Yeah, no, I told my wife that and she was like, why didn't you like pick something like, you know, fun, like, you know, like CEO or something like that. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I was trying to be a little, little humble. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we, uh, we do a lot of podcasts. Um, I do it with uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Ethan Murphy. He, uh, mm-hmm. He's an author of uh, the uh, comic book series Slate and Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he's, he's, and it's actually a fantastic series. If you're interested in it, you should check it out. Um, uh, and he's actually out in LA trying to, uh, he has a, a studio who's interested in it he's trying to get it going into a bigger thing than just a comic. Nice. Um, Nice. But well, a, uh, so it'll be made in about three years. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> There's going to be a big backlog at the studios coming up here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and the thing is, is that like now that we're all home, 
Like it's it's just going like it's going to be an explosion of ideas and content. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's going to be interesting. It's like uh, 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 sucking a milk stra- or a ice cream through a straw. So <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's out there doing that. Um, uh, I don't, we also do, uh, Ari Orner is our other, uh, uh, host mm. for our main show, uh, creativity and progress is the name of the show. It's a, it's now a stream video and podcast. In fact, we're about to go stream it here in a little bit. Um, and essentially what we do is we roll for, um, uh, we, we roll a dice to determine genre time setting character archetype and then we make a story and ari she uh she's actually a a character designer for the twitch show critical role okay Uh, so yeah she's she's uh uh, in charge of doing the character design for the set for the second um group i can't remember the name of the second um uh uh, rpg that they're doing like the the second um Oh, what do they call that? I can't, I can't remember. I'm what not they call sure. It. I'm not sure. If yeah, you're looking yeah, for help from me, I'm not. Gonna yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my old brain is just. But anyways, uh, so yeah, so we do that. We do a bunch of other shows on the thing. I, you know, I do voice acting on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known we we've known each other for almost like what, like six, seven years now, at least. Oh yeah, yeah. something like that. I, I think that was when you recorded uh, the first Dog Boy book. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, just goop go- Ooh, goodles of years. I don't goodles? think that's goodles. Oh my goodness. Goodles of years. <laughs> it's been goodles of years. I used to eat goodles of noodles back in the day. Oh, I still uh, eat goodles of noodles. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, add energy on the end. Make it your own. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I think actually the last time we, we spoke, spoke was uh, you joined me for an interview for our YouTube channel about doing audiobooks through ACX and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I and I remember uh, when we when we connected uh, because at the time I, I was at a different house and and I didn't have a I, my my VO studio was in another room and, mm-hmm. and from my computer. So like when we connected and you like heard the quality of my mic, you were like, "Can you get on your VO mic?" And I was like, "I'm so sorry, no, I can't. I sound like crap." <laughs> well, you have to ask. You upgrade. have to ask. Yeah, well, I understand that, <laughs> but I've upgraded, as you can tell. Nice. So, uh, with, with this whole, uh, you know, quarantine lockdown, twenty twenty going down, how are you uh, finding it to stay motivated creatively? Uh, you know, in this sort of isolated space. Well, it, it's interesting because uh, that that is one piece that I've kind of been able to throw myself into because, you know, this, this time, I don't know about other folks. I would imagine it's the case. There's a lot of anxiety going around with all of everything going on. (laughs) Hold on. Let me take a sip of wine while you talk about anxiety. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This this is, uh, this is uh, Irish coffee right now. (gasps) Oh, I I just finished one of those before we went. Uh, but yeah, it, it, there's just a lot of anxiety and everything. And there, and this is actually one of the few spaces, um, you know, since, since Ethan moved out to LA, we've had to do, cause we used to, when we first started the show and it was just a, it was a different kind of thing when we first started the podcast, um, mm-hmm. he would come over to my house every week and we would record. Well, he moved to LA middle of last year and, and it, so it made it that we had to go remote and then we added Ari and she, you know, she's remote as well. Mm-hmm. And so it was the one piece of my life that frankly didn't change whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah. I was able to go, Ooh, I can do more now because, yeah. you know, I have to commute uh, half an hour, 40 minutes into work every day. I've got a little bit of extra time. Granted, I also have kids. <laughs> um, so and we we just found out today that they're going to be home for the rest of the school year. So that's going to be fun. <gasps> oh, no. Um, Where are you guys but, at? Yeah. But there is bedtime. That's the thing. That's true. Bedtime. Bedtime's nice. Uh, yeah. So so after bedtime, I, you know. I'm able to come down here and do my thing. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I've been doing. And I've kind of been throwing this is kind of a way for me to get my mind 
off all the craziness because this is yeah. like I said, one piece that hasn't changed. Well, now now that you don't have to deal, you know, like with the commute and you know leaving your house for social reasons, uh, or any you, reason, are, are you looking to maybe start up some new stuff? Or are you are you kind of uh, gestating some new ideas? Yeah, yeah, we we we've been throwing some stuff together. Um, uh, when when we changed the format of our flagship show, Creativity and Progress, we, we used to just kind of be a you know like shoot the crap show mm-hmm. nerd stuff. And uh, we kind of really didn't have a focus. And then Ethan had this fantastic idea of doing the role for uh, well, he he had come up with the idea of doing like a writer's room and Ari came up with the rolling for genre and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of changed the the tenor of the show in a lot of ways. And um, before we changed the format, Ethan and I had a chance to sit down and just chat uh, in one of our last episodes in the old format. And it was just fun. It reminded us of the early days. So he uh, so he threw the idea out there. And, and now that we have more time, um, <laughs> I, I you know, he said, how about we do a, like a streaming show where you play a video game and I help um and by help he essentially watches me play the video game and laughs um yeah. and i'm familiar with that it, trash and, talks you and uh he does actually throw out some good like hints and things like oh you may you may not want to go down the oh, okay yeah now you're dead um so you, you know we have we have a lot of fun with that and uh we're, we're starting to do that we just uh, started we did it on saturday um and like right now we're calling it behind the curve because that was an old name for another show and it might change in the future but mm-hmm. we're doing that on saturdays it's just me and him having fun chatting me playing a video game you know that kind of thing so we're doing that and then um he actually just came up with another idea he, he's just like a <laughs> thing of ideas he comes up with the ideas and i'm the guy that goes okay let's do it <laughs> Um, but, uh, uh, but the other one he came up with is kind of like a, um, a show where, uh, where one of us, either me, myself or, or Ethan, uh, or a guest, we're planning on having guests on the show as well, who it's like a, a piece of media that they've missed. So like a perfect mm-hmm. example is inception. I actually have never seen the movie inception. And so the idea of the show is we would watch inception. We would tell the audience, Hey, we're watching inception next week. And then the next week we would get you know, and I, we would watch Inception and then I would talk about like, wow, it was really interesting with this. And then Ethan would say, oh, yeah. And, you know, and like kind of like he's the know, the know it all of it. And I'm the yeah. you know, mm-hmm. noob. And uh, so we're kind of doing that. Um, so like we'll be doing for me, it'll be Inception for him. It's Frozen 2. So, you know, that's kinda- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you ever need a guest, I haven't seen a ton of stuff like I've never seen that's the true. Godfathers. I've never seen oh, Jaws, Alien, Predator. Indiana uh, Jones. No, actually, I saw one. I fi- I finally seen an Indiana Jones when? movie. Uh, for oh, one of my. Oh, in- oh for, that's right. You needed it for. Yeah, improv. they had us watch Raiders of the Lost Ark for improv class last year sometime. Oh, okay. So I, I finally got to see at least that one. I didn't like it very much. Don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to make you spit out your dress. Just between us. <laughs> Just between Perfect. you and me and the internet. <laughs> no, but that's really cool. And I, I, I really like the idea of the whole creativity and progress thing too because so many people are trying to do just a straight up D podcast these mm-hmm. days or you know one that's heavily inspired by D, but i really like that idea of like using the dice as like the jumping off point and then kind of just going off on your own in your own direction with it mm-hmm. we're, we're loving it we we um we've done in the new format we've done four episodes and um I was going to use it as my quarantine example, but it really doesn't count because we were starting it back in February. But, <laughs> you know, I, uh, maybe I'll cheat a little bit. Um, but but we've done four episodes in the new format and it's been hilarious. It's been awesome. We've had a mm-hmm. great time. Um, and it's funny because w- what we do is we we roll uh, and then we we start the story 
and then we carry it to the next episode and we kind of finish the story in the next episode. So we usually take two episodes to do an arc. Yeah. Um, and so like, since we've done four, you know, math two our, uh, we've done <laughs> two stories. Um, so and we, and we've had a, a really great time. And what's hilarious is at the end of, of the second episode of each of the arcs, we we've been like, we want to do more with this story. Um, <laughs> But what we're planning on doing is at a certain point when we get enough <coughs> stories in the hopper, mm-hmm. we're going to have the audience vote on what story they like the best. And then we'll do something more with that. Oh, uh, I like that. Have the audience mm-hmm. pick the sequel kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah. And so we're, we're coming and we're still and we're still trying to come up with ideas on what what's going to like what what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, we've just been having a blast and and, you know, it's just been having a great time. It's a lot of fun. Very nice. Very nice. So, you know, outside of, you know, creative projects and stuff, you know, you've mentioned anxiety a few minutes ago. It's a very anxious time for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. How are you holding up and how weird is it for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, we're holding up okay. Um, both, uh, I, I'm very, uh, I recognize that my wife and I are very fortunate in that we work at jobs where, you know, we, we work at a university. So, you know, not really a massively high risk you know, profession. Mm -hmm. And we also, uh, we also work in positions where they, they basically were like, if you can work from home, work from home. So we've been working from home, um, pretty much since the the beginning of the isolation, which we started uh, about a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, you know, we, we've been, we've been getting through that piece. It's been, it's been a little difficult, especially because, you know, the schools have been closed. So it's, it's fun working and parenting at the same time. (laughs) Right. Um, no, it's uh, not. You're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, oh God. It's just, um, and, and, you know, we've come up with the schedule, we've come up with the thing that's working. It's just, you know, it's just getting through it and making it through every day and just kind of, you know, keep moving forward. It's kind of, kind of my whole thing through this. Yeah. How about you guys? You guys doing all right? We're hanging in there. Yeah, yeah, we're hanging in there. It's it's just uh and we were talking about this a little bit up at the top of the show. Just it, it's so surreal and weird yeah. and it, it it feels I I think I heard someone describe uh last week as feeling like a week of Sundays. And I thought that was like yeah, a really perfect. good yeah. explanation. It's it's just like it's the Sunday that never ends and yeah. right. Like I, I, I've been finding personally, I've been finding, sometimes I've been finding it really hard to get motivated to get started working just because I'm so out of routine. Sometimes. Sometimes. All the time. I'm not looking forward to next (laughs) week when I have to teach my students and teach my children and parent my children and balance all of the things. Yeah. So like as a teacher, I'm required to have three hours of office time. Where uh-huh. they can just contact me whenever. So mm-hmm. I have to know that I'm at my computer and like waiting for my students while my kids are going to be like live streaming and doing <laughs> all their stuff with their teachers. And that's mm-hmm. the sixth grader has like seven teachers that we have to balance. I'm like, oh, man. how is this going to work? I don't understand. <laughs> so it's going to be I'm scared for Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and I think I think the thing for me and I, and I like I, I don't know about you guys, but the, the biggest thing for me has been the the unknown of yeah. it all. Like yeah. the the fact that like, you know, like we, we knew that we knew that the governor here in because uh, we're in Virginia, we knew the governor oh, okay. was going to come out and he was essentially going to close the extend the closure of schools. We weren't sure how long it was going to be. And so like finding out it's to the end of the year, it's like. Okay, well, that's something. But then there's the whole thing of what if beyond that, like, like, what right. if we're not through this? Beyond that? And that's, that's the part that's kind of messing with me the most. And I'm trying mm-hmm. not to, to focus on that too much. Yeah. So it's really a good thing that I brought it up. Um, but, you know, <laughs> 
but you know, it's just one of those things. It's just trying to make it through, you know, but this yeah. is what you got to do. Yeah. It, it, the timeline is, is, is so weird too, because this, you know, we live in Florida, so we're used to having this kind of a period about once or twice a year for hurricane season where right. yeah. it's like, you're not allowed to leave your house, get comfy, get some drinks. It's all going to be over soon. Have a hurricane party. Have everyone over. You're safer but together. This is now just, you're yeah. like, no, stay away. <laughs> Drink by yourself. <laughs> and, and then this is also like, you know, that's like, okay, within a week, we should be mostly back to normal or it's all going to be destroyed and it's not going to matter anyway. Right. Where this yeah. is like, oh, yeah, it, it's going to be at least a few weeks. It might be a few months. It could be 2021. Maybe you can see your friends again then. You know? Yeah, that's the hard part well, yeah. is not knowing what's well, next. Well, well the, the the thing that gets me is – um uh the, like, like you know, I use the example of Disney World. Like, mm-hmm. like all of the Disney – locations are closed right now like yeah. that that alone is a little unsettling you yeah. know it's just like oh god <laughs> you know? even the hotels like, well, I, think some, I think some of hong kong and stuff no are opening up but anyway. i think they're slightly but i don't think it's mm-hmm. actually the parks i think it's uh-huh. like some of the hotels and restaurants but mm-hmm. from what i heard there's like a second wave starting to yeah. come through Ooh, that's not uh, good so oh, oh no. my god Stay home, people. Everybody stay home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's yep. def- definitely one of those things where it's like when the greediest, most magical, happiest place on earth closes down, you're like, okay, nobody's safe at this. Nobody's point. safe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like when they're when they're going, yes, no, we're sorry. We, we can't take your money right now. People are dying. It, you're like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> maybe we should listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But, oh, you know, man. hopefully, you know, this will just be a really funny, fun, like everyone will have their covid or coronavirus covid 19 story yeah you know exactly. in a couple of years they and it'll just be like a nice situation we can all look back on and laugh about mm-hmm. fingers hopeless. crossed yeah. or the entire world's gonna end either way yeah. it's gonna be interesting i yeah, just wish we'd all know, shut it's, down it's gonna yeah. be a very interesting next couple of months i really hope that uh i, I really hope it's not the second one where, where the we second all one, yeah um but uh, yeah yeah um but you but know. it will still be interesting I'm just saying, I'm not advocating for the death of humanity, but it would be interesting. That's all. (laughs) You can't argue with that. That, We are entering the Hunger Games. That is very true. But yeah, so. All right, Nathan. uh, Well, we're we're definitely going to, we're going to have to get you on a full episode of I Made This Soon because I have been wanting to talk to you in more in depth, but I'm so glad we're we were able to get you on today and I understand you have a stream to go do. So I want to let you go do it. Why don't you tell people where they can follow that? Obviously after we're done with our stream. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. If, if y'all are watching this, that everything's going to be on VOD pod and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, Nathan but yeah, has we, promised he won't start until after we're done. That's not nah, yeah, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but, uh, we, uh, so we're on Twitch, uh, we're at twitch.tv forward slash creativity and progress. Um, we are on YouTube. Uh, I believe that's the same. Uh, uh if, if you just go on YouTube and search for creativity and progress, we, we come up. Um, and then, uh, if you wanted to find us, uh, for our podcast, just search for creativity and progress on iTunes, uh, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places, um, you'll be able to find us. Uh, we we stream every Monday. Uh, the, our main show, our flagship show, Creativity in Progress, uh, we stream uh, every Monday. Um, uh, Ethan and I are doing that show on Saturday nights. Um, uh, uh, Mondays we do eight thirty p.m. or nine p.m. for the for the flagship show. Sorry, I'm I'm being very all over the map. Um, Ethan and my show on Saturdays are also at nine. Nine is pretty much the standard uh, for mm-hmm. our streaming. 
after bedtime. And, exactly. um, and yeah, so that, that's where you go. And then also, if you wanted to get uh, any, uh, all of our information, it's www.thecipnetwork.com. Uh, you can find out all of our information there as well. And if you ring that bell, like, subscribe, and react, uh, you'll get notified every time it goes live anyway. <laughs> so, yes, that's yes, true. there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Nathan, well, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night, buddy. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Y'all take care. You too. Bye. Right, right. Hang up on him. Bye. Click. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, let's see here over in the chat room real quick. Uh, Bobby says that, uh, you know, they're doing good over there. Uh, Bobby lives in Southern Florida. No, he doesn't live in Southern Florida. That's Southern Florida. That is not Southern Florida. And he will yell at you in a minute for calling it Southern Florida. Mid-South Florida. No, it's okay. Central Florida on the other coast. Bobby from Bradenton. Uh, <laughs> But uh, he says uh, he's doing good. His son works at a Walmart, so he's going crazy. Oh, I'm so sorry I can for him. imagine. Um, his girlfriend works at a major restaurant, and they are literally working her by herself as a cook, hostess, and manager. Oh, no. I have worked at the restaurant your girlfriend has worked at. Whenever they have a waitress cooking, too, it is never a good situation. <laughs> That's like- Drama. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Elizabeth Placencia in here says Liz. that uh, our schools are closed till May 5th. My family is uh, doing good, too, which is good. That is good. We're yes. glad your families are doing good. Yes. All right. So we're a minute late for our next call here. Oh, so. I'm so excited for our next call. It's yeah, been so long since yeah, I've I talked to this person. I talked to her in a second. So let's find her here. I have not talked to her in more than a she, second. She says she's around and ready when we are. So. Also, you did not prep me on. Yeah. That. <laughs> That's a different shot. Sorry. It's okay. Hey, Hope. <gasps> hi. 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 Long time. No talk, Hope. How are you doing? Oh, I've had better times of my life. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. is the quarantine not treating you well? Uh, no. Um, in the last month, I went through just a slew of hardship. Oh, no. So I'm sorry. It's been a really difficult time. Um, between deaths in the family and strokes with my family, and yeah, oh goodness, multiple trips to Florida, and and I, I found out I'm losing my job this week. So oh no. Yeah, I've seen some of that stuff coming across social media. I've, I've been trying to hit heart where I can and like where I can to let you know that I, I, I'm i feeling for you, Hope. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You should be happy. I put on like makeup for you. I know. I was like, you looking all fancy over I put here. On make, I put on makeup too. So, no, you know, you didn't. I didn't. You put on a hat. That's that's guy makeup. <laughs> it's true. You can't really tell, but like last time you guys talked to you, like my hair was short, but my hair is like down to here now. Nice. You know, I have it up to a ponytail. So, oh. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. So I hope, why don't you go ahead for people who might not be familiar with you and all you do. Why don't you give people oh. sort of like the origin story of Hope Molinax? I didn't realize we were already recording. Oh, we're live, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what was the question? I'm sorry. I got taken off guard. <laughs> I uh, yeah sorry sorry you didn't realize we were recording already. Well, you didn't tell her. <laughs> Drat. Um, <laughs> we were trying to trick her into saying something incriminating. <gasps> oh no! No, but uh, just ask. Uh, go ahead and give us just a basic idea of you know your origin story and what you do creatively. Hi, well I'm Hope Mullinex. Um, I have been a podcaster for over a decade. It's how I've met you guys. Mm -hmm. um, and I am now calling myself a freelance writer. <laughs> Um, I have a, well, I've always been a writer. I've always had a passion and love mm -hmm. for writing. I've always known I've wanted to be a writer since I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a website called geekygirlexperience.com where I write various reviews and stuff. Um, it's all Star Wars right now, but I'm already 
outlining some other posts to talk about uh, Zelda and Animal Crossing and <laughs> looking at animation, which animation is a huge passion of mine. Yeah. Um, I w- I'm looking forward to writing a piece about uh, She-Ra coming up, the new season of She-Ra. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and then I have a couple of manuscripts, uh, novel manuscripts in the work right now. So that's awesome. Nice. Uh, back to your website for a second. I know you had an issue where the the entire thing died and you had to recover oh. it from an archive. Go, t- talk to that for a minute, just because that's probably a fun experience to recount. Oh, yeah. Fun. Oh, by fun, meaning I was having. I mean, fun for us attack. to listen to as you relive the horrific experience. Well, the fun thing was that, and then the very next day I found out my nephew died. <laughs> so mm. it was like a whirlwind of things. Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I, I have my, web, my website through WordPress, but my server is based on my high school friend's server. And mm. the reason I went that route is because it's free. And I've never mm. had a problem in the seven years I had Geeky Girl experience. I've just, I've never had a problem before. And what ended up happening is his, like, physical tower the hard drive corrupted and like corroded and we lost everything because like the backups failed, everything failed. And I lost about three years worth of work, which was very difficult because that was my online portfolio. And I had found out that I'd be losing my job at the end of the month. So I didn't have my online portfolio to apply for jobs that I wanted. So it's been a whirlwind. I was able to save the majority of articles. I lost about 10 out of the original 40. Um, and I've been writing ever since I'm currently writing reviews of Clone Wars. Actually, before you called, mm-hmm. I was just finishing up an, an article about queer coding in Star Wars animation because the last episode of Clone Wars was very gay. <laughs> 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 it was super gay. <laughs> so I've been writing, working for a few days now on an article about queer coding in Star Wars, particularly with the character of Ahsoka Tano. So, mm-hmm. so is, is that, is that all you've been focusing on is uh, just like writing new content for your website or do you have any other projects you've been focusing on? What with this whole isolation quarantine thing? I actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I was digging through some of my older work and I had written a manuscript for a novel writing class for college mm-hmm. in my novel class. And it was about two probably a little over two thirds of a novel that was written. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's straight up romance. <laughs> it's a, it's a trashy romance novel. But I looked at it and I was like, this is very interesting because I have the majority of this. The fun thing about it is it's very dated. It's very from 2010. Like they are flirting by Facebook poking each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I have it in- I have an entire scene about how it was the day that Osama bin Laden was killed. Oh. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, I need to update this because which this I mean, very- any romance novel should have totally. a scene about Osama bin Laden being killed. I mean, right? Killed. I mean, that's just you no. know. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I realized how dated it was, but it was actually very interesting going back through it because, for one, I could see how much my writing has personally changed. Like mm-hmm. my style is very different. Mm-hmm. How I view writing and tropes and everything has is, is different too and um how yeah i also view how my, my worldview has changed like as mm. i was reading parts of it i was just like this does not work in 2020 yeah. and it's never a good thing when you're reading a romance novel and you're looking at one of your romantic pairings and going you're a jerk, <laughs> you're a jerk. why does he like you yeah so it's been very interesting mm. uh trying to work through that and i'm looking at 
a publisher called Carnation. Mm -hmm. Um, Carnation is a wonderful publisher that works through to do on Beacon. Um, I haven't talked to them yet, but my works fit all their criteria and, uh, they, they, uh, publish queer works, especially scrubbed fan fiction. And I originally wrote this manuscript as a scrubbed fan fiction. Uh, define that for me. Uh, I think I know what it means, but just in case. Yeah, a scrubbed fan fiction is when you write a fan fiction and you scrub it so it's not anywhere in the fandom. So when you read it, it's not recognizable. So it's like... Um, like how, how Fifty Shades of Grey started as a Twilight fanfic, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst but best known example, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, actually, it's it's very fun. And I'm, I'm happy that Carnation does this because a lot of writers get their start in fanfiction. Cassandra mm. Clare is a better example. Um, Cassandra <laughs> Clare got her start in writing Harry Potter fanfiction. Mm-hmm. She had a very famous story called the Draco Trilogy, which was the entire Harry Potter trilogy from the point of view of Draco Malfoy. And some of it was longer than the books. I think and, I've read some of that, actually. Yeah. And yeah. then she went, she built a fan base through that. And then she went on to publish the Mortal Instruments series. So Carnation is very passionate about fanfic writers. And that's another thing. Like I've been writing, I, I write a lot of fan fiction, which is where I practice writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited about taking, updating this novel and this manuscript because now I have so much time for <laughs> <laughs> multiple reasons you ha- you to have be able to... You have so much free time that you're digging through your old college writing folder, right. which which I did a couple weeks ago and it was horrific. Like my poetry from college. Oh, oh my God. Why didn't somebody shoot me? <laughs> like, because at that point it was like 2003. Really fun in a way, because I got to see how much I grew, like right. compared to some of yeah. my other writing now. Like I recently uh, won a writing contest through fairytales.com which oh, nice. Bree from Other Side of the Mirror runs. Right. Um and it was an updated take on the uh, Little Red Riding Hood and I wrote them uh her as a wannabe thief and the big bad wolf was a superhero who fights people like her and huh. she was just a thief trying to feed her mom and um I have that up on fairytales.com and so it was just very interesting being able to see how far my writing has advanced because I recently mm-hmm finished the first draft of another uh, manuscript, which was a superhero story, nice. which was kind of set in the same world. Nice. Very That's awesome. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Well, you've been say- staying super busy. And I, I, I know we talked a little bit ago about, you know, a bad couple weeks you had there right. with, you know, <laughs> the job and the, and the nephew and uh, the website and all that stuff. But, you know, with this whole quarantine thing, hey, how are you holding up with that? How, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling isolated or feeling like you're getting enough human contact. It's, it's really weird. Well, I'm kind of a stay. I'm kind of a shut in anyway. <laughs> so but now you have me. to be. But it's it's been really nice, actually, um, because February was just such a crazy month. Mm-hmm. Um, just between like I because of everything that happened with my nephew, I had to go to Florida twice in 10 days. And mm-hmm. yeah. I had to constantly move and travel. And then I came home and and like then my dad had a stroke and it was it was just yeah. so go, 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 go that now that I can't really go anywhere, it's been actually very helpful because I can Breathe. I can finally mourn myself. I was very much having to be like the emotional stability for everybody. Right. And it was actually time to let me have some downtime to mourn, take some mental health for myself. I've I got myself some self-care and bought a bunch of like Nintendo Switch games. <laughs> nice. But Actually, it's also giving me time to write, which writing is my form of self-care. It's the mm. way that I 
feel the most like me and it's the time where I can express myself and podcasting, um, being able to have time to actually work on my podcast, um, which is J guys and Jedi. It's a star Wars podcast. Um, and being able to like really focus on that. And it was giving me a place just to have an outlet for emotions. Um, I kept actually finding myself going back to a, a first love of mine, when I was very young, oh, not, I guess not very young, probably like middle school, high school, I was really in love with a show called Cardcaptor Sakura. And mm-hmm. it's one of my like essential, important shows of my life. And in the series, whenever Sakura has a bad time, she has what's called her magic, her, her invincible spell. And her invincible spell is no matter how dark it is, I will always be okay. And whenever she says that, her powers go. And so I kept finding myself saying that as a mantra of, I will, uh, surely it will be all right. I will always be okay. It will be okay. And it's just a way of how like fandoms can help us heal. Like I ended up Mm -hmm. falling back on a very old fandom that I grew up with and kind of healing through now having something to channel my focus into with Star Wars fandom Mm because the final season of Clone Wars is running and Clone Wars is, is my, my first love of Star Wars. Um, It's my first love of Star Wars and my true love of Star Wars is animation. And so being able to talk about animation and my Star Wars podcast and now being able to write about it with Clone Wars running, Mm -hmm. um, I've really been able to have a lot of like quiet time to finally heal and also having my fandoms, which have always been part of my life to help me heal through this. I and uh, you, you mentioned that Clone Wars is uh, this is the final season. Uh, so so what's the plan next? Are you going to keep going like do a rewatch uh, podcast after? Or are you going to move on? I'm to just new- laughing because I know you're not a Star Wars person. I'm not in the slightest. We have no idea. You know what? Hope I try. I try and sound interested in my guest, even when I'm totally not. <laughs> oh, don't you do that? I've got, I'm I'm interested. We just because, don't understand the Star Wars. Yeah, I'm interested because Hope saying it. exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the question <laughs> just what's a, next when the podcast has to end because the show's over what <laughs> wait, wait what are you going to do after clone wars is over and you can't do a podcast about it anymore well i'm actually podcasting about star wars rebels which was the second show because oh. in, our, in, our, in our podcast we've done everything we're doing everything called the filoni verse and the mm. filoni verse is what's created or produced or written by dave filoni which is clone wars rebels resistance and now the mandalorian uh-huh. well we've done all of clone wars but we're a little over halfway through rebels we still have resistance we still have the mandalorian and there's been a lot of rumors about a rebel sequel coming and so we decided as long as there's star wars animation because we could still talk Talk about the Freemaker adventures. We could talk about the Ewoks adventures. Hell, if we get really desperate, we can talk about droids from like the <laughs> 80s. So like we have plenty to talk about. And Star Wars is coming with the High Republic. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian season two is coming in the fall. We know there's a Kenobi show. We know there's a Cassian Andor show. Mm-hmm. Um, the High Republic is now a series of books and comics <clears throat> that are coming out. There are Star Wars comics. I am currently reading the current Darth Vader series, which is amazing because it has my my girl Sabe in it. Um, <laughs> So like there is never anything I can't, never anything I can't, double negatives. Never I, I anything never, you don't can't do. <laughs> about Star Wars. Exactly, exactly. There's always something and, to and talk have, about. And I have a lot of think pieces that I've worked out. Like, like I said, I'm currently writing out piece, uh, writing about queer media is very important to me. So mm-hmm. I always have that to write about, especially when it comes to queer characters in Star Wars. 
Um, I have a think piece that I've been writing, wanting to write about Kanan and the Grand Inquisitor. I know you don't know who those people are, but they're important to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard of the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, uh, he's my grande boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Him and my blue husbando and black metal daddy, who is Vader. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to look at him. Definitely. I have a daddy list and a mommy list. <laughs> Star Wars. I, I have my list. I have pirate mom, space mom, uh, dadalorian, black metal daddy. I mean, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay. Nice. Well, uh, hope I, I hope you uh, have a lot of fun continuing to write and podcast through this whole weird period. And let's not wait this long to talk again. Uh, yeah, seriously, because I'm pretty In sure it's future, been like three years. Let me know that you're recording from the top. <laughs> um, no, I'm from not going to do on, that. Just assume. Not, just assume anytime you're talking to me, I'm recording. <laughs> Okay, that's good to know because I thought there'd be like a, like an intro or something. That that's really for everybody. If if you're talking to me, assume I'm recording the conversation. And now that I've said that, it's legal in all fifty states. Done. <laughs> but I can I can barely hear Anne Marie, but oh, I no. love you guys. I, I love miss you. Too. you. Hi. It's possible you might just be getting Anne Marie from my microphone, which might be oh. why it's yeah. I, I did not think uh, about that until just oops. now. So well, I'm yeah. around. So, Getting the setup redone and everything. <laughs> we don't do this regularly well, I anymore. I haven't asked you guys. How are you guys? We're hanging in there. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, busy, busy. Doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, like you we're know, bored. It's, it's boring. Bored. It's weird. It's uh, frustrating. Like uh, you know, I, I have the company and stuff now, but I also have you know clients I do stuff for. Like a lot of that work dried up, you know, because. There are like no that. conventions mm-hmm. going on, so I can't go shoot a convention, stuff like right. that. But, you know, it, it's a, it is what it is. We'll survive. We'll be good. Uh, we just, uh, I mean, worst case scenario, we'll just go loot and pillage. And I mean, we'll be fine. <laughs> I I did today earlier, speaking of looting and pillage, I was coming back from the bank. And I definitely came across some graffiti on a, on a place that said, who is John Galt? And I was like, oh, we're getting to that point of our society now. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. So. <laughs> Not quite. Like, That's down the road. We're, we're actually now getting into Atlas Shrug society, <laughs> are we? <laughs> okay. Nice. I, I, think, I think it's going to be – I'm trying to think of – Let's go ahead and just real quick round the room. What apocalyptic society do you want the world to turn into because of this virus? Hunger Games. Okay, Marie with and Marie with your kids sending them off to fight in a war. <laughs> well, the kids are already doing Hunger Games in our living room. They have their own version of the Hunger Games happening already, and the oldest has read is reading them right now, and he's like, "Let's do Hunger Games." I'm like, "Dude." We live in like area four, like no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. That was actually trending on Twitter the other day. Like, oh, yeah. I've Hunger seen it a lot now. lately. Like, how's your area doing? Yeah. What about you, Hope? If you had to pick a post apocalyptic society? I'm not sure if it's a post apocalyptic thing because I'm already kind of seeing how it changes. That's not good. But I think we're gonna be seeing more of a ship a uh, shift towards online stuff in general. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, I've been kind of wondering if we're going to see a, like a rise in esports, mm-hmm. a rise in people doing school from home. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, how is this going to affect the Oscars? Because there's been a big debate about like, if a movie debuts on Netflix, does it qualify for the Oscars because oh. it's streaming? Mm-hmm. And we're, we're already seeing several films having to be released on streaming because people can't go to theaters anymore. Right. Yeah, so like I'm the new Pixar movie and everything else. Yeah, uh, uh, Kumail Nanjiani's new book, uh, new uh, movie, um, 
I forgot what's called Lovebirds. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be out in theaters. It's it's now canceled. I'm wondering if we're going to be it is coming to streaming. So I'm actually wondering if we're going to see a major entertainment shift to where it's more home entertainment and we're going to be phasing out things like going to the movies and like yeah. going to things <laughs> and people going to school because of this and people are going to see that difference and how that's going to affect entertainment going forward so i don't know if that's post-apocalyptic because it's happening now yeah <laughs> right yeah. but well um, like, i have to the whole movie theater thing is very frustrating because it's like it like if if you as a business are asking for a government bailout a week into it to something like this i your business probably doesn't deserve to exist anymore. Right. <laughs> like it doesn't need yeah. to exist anymore. I mean, I know everyone likes the whole romantic idea of going to the movies and getting the popcorn and uh, with the yeah. lean back seats and everything. But at the end of the day, it's kind of a waste of space. There's of actually wow. been a boom in drive-in theaters in the past week and a half. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like sure. there's actually been a rise in drive-in theaters. Everyone parked so six just, feet away from each other. Yeah. So I'm just like, Am I actually going to, because we used to have a drive-in theater down the highway, but they closed before I could ever go to it. So I'm like, am I actually going to get to go to a drive-in theater for a lot of my life, which is what I've always wanted to do? So it, it's going to be interesting to see a shift in that. But what's your post-apocalyptic view? Post-apocalyptic. Um, yeah, blah, blah. That, that Mel Gibson movie, Apocalyptic Go. Apocalypto? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I've never thinking, seen it. Please explain. I, I've never seen it either. So he's I can't. just winging it. Um, no, I, <laughs> he's just winging it. it? <laughs> you know what? Bill. I'm going to do a deep cut here. No. Okay? In 1978, Long there was we were a, born. there was a series of religious propaganda films released about the rapture in the end times. It started with a film called The Thief in the Night. They're some of the creepiest movies I've ever seen. I highly recommend you find them on YouTube because they're super creepy. That's the world we're heading towards. The one where they uh, they execute you and uh, the Antichrist is an animatronic that you would see at Disney World. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, just sounds well, delightful. For one, I don't like horror movies. Two, <laughs> I did do a piece for Universe Box about how I have a phobia of like cyborgs and robots. Uh, so. <laughs> so none of that is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Hope will not be taking my suggestion. And honestly, not. I hope nobody else out there, do- <laughs> there does either because they're bad. They're, they're real bad. But that's the one I picked because I'm weird. <laughs> All right, Hope. Uh, thanks so much for talking to us. And uh, I, again, we'll talk much sooner than this last Yes, please. Yeah, period. Too long. And, and congratulations on Do Anything Media and congratulations on the book, too. Oh, yes. thank you. And yeah, Hope's in the book. Uh, Wait, she, I said thank you as if I did anything. She, she's cl- you, you did stuff. <laughs> you were, you were there when I learned she, everything that I put in the, the book. She was the alpha beta reader. I, read, I watched that live stream. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was. Nice. Our last I made this live stream. All right. Okay. Uh, very, very cool, Hope. Thank you again so, so much. Bye, Bye you guys. Bye. Wonder what's happening over on uh, on the chat since we're going to see it the entire you time. It. Wait, wrong chat. Wrong chat. Wrong chat. Here wrong we chat. go. Okay, Lots so of number. Oh my goodness, zombies. Okay, so Elizabeth nope, had to go. Uh, hope is the best. Sorry, she's going through things. Got to go now. Bye. Matthew's at Sesame Street. Loot and pillage. Spoken like a true Floridian. Absolutely. Just no zombies. You still have the other screen up. Do you not know what you're doing here? I do not know what I'm doing. Clearly. Here we go. Clearly, he doesn't know what he's doing. It's been a second. Oh goodness gracious! Yeah, you. We've we've got it like a missed call. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't even know, man. 
Oh, he's hitting all these buttons, y'all. I don't have a miss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> this is Rebecca. Yes. Yes. That, okay, hold on. We're, get, we're gonna hold get on, I'll hold this. On. We're getting there, y'all. We're getting there. <laughs> this is our post post-apocalyptic world. We stream. Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, in just a moment here, we should be getting hope or not hope. We'll I am around if you need a guest. <laughs> oh yeah, we we missed a lot of stuff. Oh I know we and she's it. around if That's, we need a guest. Yes. And she's messaging me, so we're gonna get Rebecca Johnson on. Give Let's me one do second. It. Okay, I'll hold this. Do what you need to do. Okay, hold on. Start fixing things. Hi, hi. Hey, hey. Hey, Rebecca. How's it going? Oh, there she is. It's good. How are y'all? Excellent. We are surviving. We are surviving. Absolutely. I'm a survivor. Yes, I think we all are. Yeah, sorry we were a couple mate minutes late getting to you that hope we went a little long and then i was like i'm not sure if rebecca's coming on or not so we can probably get she'll oh. probably wait three minutes or so, something no no i i'm actually glad i could join you guys because <laughs> i was actually live streaming on facebook for my mom's birthday yeah how did that go how did that go your live stream birthday party it it went okay but uh Streamyard, which is what i was <laughs> using it sort of uh broke <laughs> and oh, no. so i don't know what happened i don't know if we had too many people on at the same mm-hmm. time or our internet connection might have gone bad or something and the, the stream stopped. And so I'm upset with myself that like all the good stuff with like our family members and stuff like didn't archive on Facebook. But there's about an hour of it that, you know, she can still go back and look at. But I, I thought that was was a cool idea. I actually stole that idea from my friend Leah, whose little girl, um, her daughter Molly is having a birthday this week and she was going to do a virtual birthday party for That's Molly awesome. mm-hmm. and she created a Facebook event and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> and, uh, and I think for, for Molly, they were just going to like send her pictures or videos or something. Mm-hmm. And then when I started kind of playing with streaming stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that would be a cool idea. Cause my mom's kind of used to Skype and she misses her friends and getting to hang out so this would be a good i you know this would be a good idea to have all of her people come to her if she can't mm-hmm. go to them yeah. so that at least made it i think a little special for her and she was laughing and cutting up with people so <laughs> i think that that made her day so uh so i'm i'm glad we made that happen even if even if the first like uh <laughs> 40 minutes of the stream or whatever like didn't didn't archive at least she at least she had that experience yeah. I don't so, think she wanted to stop. I I think she could have live streamed all night. <laughs> you I, should you should tell her to get a Twitch go. channel. Like I want I want to watch your mom play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my mom and a Twitch channel that we can make that happen. I think we could. I think we could do that. Let's do it. Let's do I it. I mean, th- it's quarantine rules now. It's quarantine <laughs> rules. We've been saying that all the time. Hashtag quarantine rules. Yep. You know anything goes because it's quarantine, baby. It's quarantine, baby. Um, so, you know, you're talking, you talk a little bit about the live streaming, uh, you've been actually working cause you're the, ho- one of the co-hosts of Supergirl radio and you've been yeah. sort of working on trying to up your live stream game, be- mainly because I challenged you to, and, uh, yeah. wow, way to take all the credit. <clears throat> well, no, Rebecca, I, I get I, the credit, it's true, right? It's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. See? No, um, don't feed his ego. Uh, his, his book, his book, the complete okay. guide to fan podcasting talks about how you need to always be trying to you know, uh, always up your game. And so live streaming is something we haven't really been doing. Mm-hmm. So, so I, how have you been finding that process? Cause I know I helped, I, I hopped on to help you troubleshoot. Uh, you were trying to get OBS going on Saturday or Sunday. And uh, so how have you been finding that discovery process of figuring out a process you can use week to week? 
Well, Bill was super helpful to me, uh, even though I had no idea what I was doing whatsoever. <laughs> um, and I think my little laptop, as much as I paid a lot of money for this laptop, and I still think it just, it cannot do certain things. Mm-hmm. It just gets overwhelmed. <laughs> and, yeah. and well, once I hear it making a lot of noises, <laughs> it like has this low buzz to it. I'm like, oh, this, it, this laptop, it can't, it can't. Again, you're like, where's there a tw- train whistle on here, man? <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. an ultra thin laptop. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I paid so much money for this and it buzzes when it's overworked. Uh, so I think the OBS thing, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it work. The The mm-hmm. tutorials are so misleading on YouTube. They're like, oh, this is super easy to go through loop back into OBS. And I'm like, y'all are mm-hmm. lying. This is this is not easy. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh so OBS, I might not be able to get to work, but the StreamYard thing, that's at least, it dumbs it down a little bit for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's more of so, o- OBS, like a web service. OBS, yeah. Yeah, OBS is for those like really smart people who know what they're doing, like Bill Meeks. <laughs> and uh, uh, StreamYard is for people like me. Who are like, um, I, can, I don't understand any of this. Like I, I was talking uh, about this with Anne Marie after I got off with you the other day. And I was like, I, I feel like... There's something about OBS. I don't know if it's the way the program's set up because to me, it seems super simple and super intuitive. Uh, but, and I, I've run into this a lot, uh, both helping out friends like you, Rebecca, and helping out people at uh, my former job, uh, you know, trying to get OBS working. And people just like, I, I feel like they block themselves with it a little bit. They're like, this is a weird interface. It looks like it's from Windows XP. I don't know if I'm <laughs> going to be able to deal with this. And and I, I feel like they they push maybe about 15% what they need to, and then they kind of give up on it. And that's not no judgment on you, Rebecca. I'm just saying, I think it's interesting. No, that- it's all the judgment <clears throat> on me. I, think I, I fully judge myself. Well, I mean, we have Bobby also saying that he found OBS to be a pain. So, yeah. I mean, I, I feel not everybody's Bill Meeks. I, I feel like there's something about the, the UI. I, it's weird. I feel like it's the UI of the program that, blocks people with it. It's not actually that the program's hard to use. Yeah. It's that it looks like it's hard to use. It does. Well, yeah. and I think there's also, I think there's something also with the weird like Mac versus PC thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, trying to figure out what, what settings have to change with your audio and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a mess. Yeah. Okay. With OBS on the PC, it's like everything works right out of the box. You can get audio and video from anywhere on your computer and all that stuff. But I, I know Mac, the audio's an issue. I think Mac OS a couple of years ago, they didn't update to their audio drivers that didn't allow you to capture the audio, your speakers as a stream, mm. like an audio stream. So it messed with a lot of people who do music production. Gotcha. It messed with a lot of people who do video stuff and live streaming and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, OBS. OBS. I, I recommend it. Nobody else does. I, I enjoy uh, Bobby's comment. I spent many frustrating Skype sessions with Bill trying to figure out OBS. You're no dummy, Rebecca. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Bobby. Yeah, Bill was very patient with me uh, <laughs> trying to, and we and we got it to where we could we could at least hear each other. Yeah. But then when I tried to actually go live on Facebook, people couldn't hear the other side of the uh, call that I was on. So mm. there was there was just one little extra step. Maybe I'll try it again in the future to see if I can figure that out. Well, um, I mean, if we're but, quarantined too much longer, what else are you going to do? I, I've got all the time in the world. Right. I mean, you know, also if if there's another cold snap, you can you can run OBS, try and run OBS. Don't have to turn the heat on in your house because your laptop will take care of it. 
That's true. Yeah, I think at some point the laptop is just going to like take off. I think it's just going to rise up off of my my desk and it's just going to float in the air because there's so much pressure underneath it. So uh, but besides uh, all this live streaming stuff, how have you been keeping yourself busy during the whole quarantine again? Well, last year I was really uh, not last year, last week. It feels like it's been a it year. It feels like it's been yeah. a year. That's a valid statement. Uh, Um, so last week was actually supposed to be my spring break. I work Mm -hmm. for the university of Alabama. And so last week was supposed to be like my vacation. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about, well, I've got some things I can work on for work. But then I was like, no, this is, this is my spring break. I haven't had a vacation in in a couple of months. I'm really overworked and I need, I'm stressed out. I'm just going to not do anything. So I kind of tried to just kind of chill out and hang out. And I, I ran more in the mornings than I have in a long mm-hmm. time. I actually ran several days last week, which was I, n- awesome. I noticed that on Fitbit because we're friends on Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> Can we not talk about Fitbit? Normally I'm like lagging behind on Fitbit because I'm, I'm so uh, lazy now at my job. Uh, but so now when I get to run a lot, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming for you, Bill and Anne-Marie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anne-Marie <laughs> hasn't gotten to participate since January. Her Fitbit got oh, left no. in New York City. And somebody won't uh, buy me the one that I want. That guy. She's pointing at me. You oh, can't, yeah, you see, can't us. see us. He won't buy me the new one I want. Well, well, once, once, well, I, I think that needs to happen. Once the apocalypse is over, we can readdress. When, once we're done with the apocalypse, yeah, I think to. that's fair. Yeah. So uh, other than that, you know, I, I try to kind of just uh, be productive in my own way, and uh, mm. which is mostly in too much of anything i started watching the original pink panther with peter sellers didn't finish it i need to finish it uh so i kind of started a lot of things and then didn't finish them mm-hmm. uh but but now i'm like now now that spring break is over like i'm back at work working from home and it was the first day back and like i was super busy uh yeah. because now uh so with my job so i work with museums I, I do um, content creation for uh, the Alabama Museum of Natural History, the Gorgas Museum, the Moundville Archaeological Park, which is co- sort of like a Native American site, and then a transportation museum in Tuscaloosa, which kind of tells the history of Tuscaloosa. And so we cannot g- physically go to the museums. Nobody can be in the museums. Mm. So it's a weird it's a weird time that we're trying to figure out. And it's actually kind of I, – I'm talking a lot about myself. Uh, so I'm um, sorry about that. Uh, so oh, no, that's what you're you, about yourself. Yeah, you're it's here okay. to talk about yourself. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad talking about myself, uh, but it's it's weird. So I just got this job like eight months ago, and everything about it it feels so. Now, some people may not uh, believe in this kind of thing, but it, it almost feels like it was like a divine appointment mm-hmm. because so many things about it are just like it's almost like it's catered to me specifically. So this whole, uh, this whole, uh, situation we find ourselves in it, the, the fact that I was like looking into live streaming, doing more live streaming, and then this happened. And now we're going to have to do a lot of live for my job. Uh, so it just sort of lines up perfectly. So I have, I now have all of this experience where I've sort of figured out how I can do some Facebook and YouTube live streaming that would work perfectly for us to try to translate what we do in the museums with the educational outreach that we do, right. uh, to, to doing more for, uh, the people at home. Cause I, I'm sure y'all have been on Facebook, like, oh, the Center for Puppetry Arts is uh, going to do a marionette show today at 10. Yeah, it's like, everything yeah. is doing yeah, a live we- stream. Everything. <laughs> but we were doing it before it was cool. We were doing I just want to state that for the record. We are the OG, as Liam would say. <laughs> we're OG. 
<laughs> yeah, no, y'all, y'all, y'all were uh, trendsetters before uh, any of this is cool. But it's just, it's just funny. Like now that none of us really have anything to do, it's like, oh, I've got all these shows I can go to. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're, they're letting the penguins out at the aquarium <gasps> at eleven. I, I gotta video. get there. I hate it because I, I'm running into it. situations where two people I like and know and love what they do are live streaming at the same time, and I have to There's make a that. choice. Or as I did last night. I had a music live stream up on my left monitor. On my right monitor, I had someone like just talking to the camera. So I was like, you know, I can split the difference and I'll pretend this is background music for this other stream. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's so fun. And and so that's what we're trying to do with the museums, trying to figure out how we can uh, can do some of that stuff. So so I think we've got some cool ideas. So if uh, if you want to see what we're doing, uh, you know, follow UA Museums, follow the Alabama Museum of Natural History on Facebook. Uh, like our pages, because uh, I think we're going to do some cool stuff. We, we were talking a lot about, you know, doing some training sessions and maybe doing some things for kids, like talking about archaeology versus paleontology, which I'm like, that's Ooh. great. I, mm-hmm. I want to learn about that. Yeah. I love <laughs> Forget it. the kids. I don't know about that. <laughs> Darn those so, kids. So, so I think it'll be a, a cool way to, you know, talk about nature and there'll probably be some, mm-hmm. um, lessons on bugs i imagine we'll probably talk about bugs i i, I know more into entomologists now than i ever have in my whole life uh, so, so if you need to know about bugs let me know no, I, I know i know bug people now no, thank you yeah I, I think this this whole time in history you know when we look back on it it's gonna be a time that's known for innovation in mm-hmm. entertainment and broadcasting and education. And yeah. it's going to be a time that's known for, you know, innovation in our personal lives too. Like yeah. I'd imagine once we're through all this, telecommuting is going to be much more common because oh, yeah. people are yeah, going to realize, yeah. you know, you don't have to, it be in was the same easy office. and we got all the same stuff that we were supposed to get done, done. So mm-hmm. why not, you know, get everyone off the streets in the morning and the evenings and, you know, It'll save on so much like pollution and it'll mm-hmm. save time. Yeah. Time. It'll save so much time for like parents who have to drop their kids off at daycare and make sure that they leave by whatever time to get there. Cause I know <laughs> when we lived in Atlanta, that was a struggle for us. Mm-hmm. I would have, I went in early and left early than everyone else in my office so that I could kind of sort of almost miss Atlanta traffic and drop off and pick up my kids on time. Yeah, because there was no other choice in here, you know, just to drop off the kids at school in the morning. It's an hour. It's an hour, (laughs) sometimes an hour and a half if there's a lot of traffic. Yeah. So, you know. And, yeah, and you're I, I right have home. a two-hour co- commute. I, I oh. drive from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa, so, so that's an hour each way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's nice. I don't have to drive in the morning. I just get up and get to work. So I'm, Keep I'm cool with that. But it does, and- <laughs> although I have been noticing with a lot less driving, I my podcast backlog is getting like yeah. really, really full because I, I listen to podcasts when I'm out walking and when I'm driving. And I haven't been doing much of either. No, lately, you haven't. So. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and for me, just like with my job, like it sucks. Cause I really like the museums I work in. Mm-hmm. And so now it kind of sucks that I, I don't get to go to the museums and, and they don't get to do their events and their programs. Like they're almost yeah. all of their programs are everything. We may have to cancel programs for April. I don't know. Wow. You probably so will uh, based yeah. on how things are looking. <laughs> I would count. Cause I know like, Something like six or seven states have canceled like school through the end of the school year. Mm. Yeah. I'm just waiting for our governor to get it together and cancel ours because I don't see us going back. I, I feel like the way this is going, it's almost safer just to keep everybody home as long as we can. 
let's reevaluate in the summer once this is all done. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we don't get another. So, round. so, so Amory, I, I know you're a teacher. So, how 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 are y'all d- dealing with this in terms of like teaching kids? <laughs> um, well, my personal school is extremely low income, so most of my students do not have computers or internet. Um, even though the local internet is offering it for free purely for this reason, but they don't have computers. So we are, um, our district is sending them packets to complete and mail back. Um, okay. we'll see how that goes. My faith is a little low on this one because I have had trouble getting my students to turn in work in class when they're with me and I'm standing right there. So let alone having to go through the step of doing stuff at home and having their parents put it in the mailbox or whatever, even though we're having a self-addressed stamped envelope, like everything's done for them. They just have to put it in. Um, I'm planning on providing some additional like online resources because there's so much out there that my class hasn't been able to take advantage of um, because I'm at a low, like I'm also at a low performing school. So we have a lot of um, state and county interventions. So my curriculum's handed to me. <laughs> so I don't, they, they're like, here, teach this from this PowerPoint. And I'm like, okay, let me do that for you. But now I can get a little bit more creative with it and offer some additional resources that might be a little bit more engaging for some of my students, um, especially the ones that care and want to try. Um, I've had a message from one mom today going, my daughter misses you. She just wanted to say hi. I'm Aww. like, precious child, I'll be posting video updates. It's okay. Aww. So, well, yeah. That, that's nice, though, that, they, that they've that uh, they enjoyed your teaching so much that they, they miss you. They miss seeing you every day. That's nice. It makes me feel a lot better to at least have, there's at least one. I'm getting to at least <laughs> one. And you know what? Ask any teacher. And that's what matters is you get to at least one. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, Rebecca, from a from a personal perspective, how are you handling this whole isolation thing? Are are, are you feeling well? I mean, you're, you're staying there with your mom right now, right? So at least you have someone to yeah. like interact with every day. Yeah, I, uh, I I moved back to Birmingham about eight months ago, and I was like, uh, I'll I'll live with my mom for about six months, see how it goes, figure out when I want to live, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of taken me a little bit longer to to do that. And mm-hmm. now with this whole thing, I'm like, well, maybe it was best that I was here because right. sometimes you know sometimes I think my mom forgets about things. She's like, oh yeah, I'll, you know, I'll I'll go get my hair cut, and I'm like, mom, you no. cannot go and have somebody like so close to you that they're touching your head. Like you right. can't, yeah. you can't do that. So, um, so it's, I, it's, it's interesting because initially I had been hearing like, you know, it's, it's just kind of a mild flu. It's not a big deal. Right. And, um, and I had always been told like when I was going through cancer, uh, a doctor friend of mine, it was funny cause the, the guy who had Ebola, the oh. first case in the yeah. United States, he he was at Emory. So he was across the street from where I was getting treated for cancer. Oh. And so I, I sent a text message. I was like there the day they brought him in. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. I saw the, the news trucks and everything. Uh-huh. And so I like I, I texted my my doctor friend, uh, Hamali, and I was like, Hamali, what do I do? Am I going to get Ebola? And she was like, just wash your hands. It's, it's going to be fine. Just wash your hands. And so I've always thought about that with this is that, you know, I, I know there are risks and I know it's serious, but, you know, I, I take uh, great confidence in the fact that there's parts of it that I can control. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like I can wash my hands. I can wash things down. I can, 
you know, do things for my mom to kind of make her uh, a little healthier. You know, I've been encouraging her to walk all the time, you know, walk every hour, you know, we make mm-hmm. sure to eat our fruits and veggies. And so yeah. I think in, in that regard, it's been a good thing. And so now I'm trying to take it a little more seriously. I think my brother's got me a little more freaked out, like, cause he's like super, uh, you know, paranoid about everything. Like he won't even come in the house cause he's afraid he's going to get my mom sick. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but you don't have the virus. And he's We're like, I know, but what if I like do, that. what if I'm asymptomatic? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're too paranoid. Like, so it's weird. It's like, I'm kind of a little more relaxed and he's super paranoid about it. So, uh, I don't know. Mentally, I, I think I'm okay. Uh, because I've, I've been trying to get out a little bit and run. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel cooped up in the house. And I've also been communicating with some friends. Like I've been talking to y'all. I mm-hmm. Skyped with some, uh, friends of mine yesterday. You know, I do talk to my mom, and my brother pretty frequently. So not, not much feels like it has changed. I know the world has changed a little bit and my job has changed, right? Mm-hmm. but, um, and even my, my church has changed. Like now I can't, I can't go inside my church. Right. Uh, we have to do everything online. And so that's been a unique experience. <laughs> uh, in some ways I kind of like it because I wouldn't have been able to go to the Bible study on Wednesday nights because I wouldn't have been able to make the time. But now uh-huh. that home. I don't have to drive back from Tuscaloosa, I can make it. Yeah. So, um, so there are some pros and cons to it. I, I just, it is just a very bizarre time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, like, like I said before, you know, I, I think it's definitely going to be a time that's going to make every type of organization take a look at the way they're doing things yeah. because it, it's, if nothing else, it's sort of a, I, I, I hate to use the word good in this sentence, but it's a good opportunity to look at the way systems are run and see if there is room to change because a lot of the systems that are in place now mm-hmm. have been there for 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years. Right. And we have all this technology that we've been developing over the past several decades and all these advances we've made as as a society, uh, I think it definitely behooves us to take a look at the things that are going on now and seeing if we can, you know, trim this here and, you know, make this part more efficient and maybe, you know, come out with a better society for all of this worry and this trouble and these deaths and illness. I think it's going to make us all stop being so busy. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to stop the fact that you feel like you have to out busy the next person. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, your kid doesn't have to do 17 sports and extracurriculars. I say this as somebody whose child does like 17 extracurriculars. <laughs> um, but like you don't have to constantly be going. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how or when we became those people like as a society. But I think this is going to help us take a step back and decide, OK, what is the one or two things that are really, really important to me? Let's make time for that. And then after that, let's breathe. Let's spend time with our families. And I think I'm hope. I mean, maybe this is just hopefulness that we're going to stop being everything has to be a meeting. Everything has to be a really long and drawn out meeting. It could have been an email. We all know it could have been an email. Um, we, as, yeah, yeah. as a society, we've been living at rat race. We need to bring it down to hamster dance. I'm into that. And the hamster dance. That's awesome. That ye old hamster dance. No, crab rave now. I don't think people now know what the hamster dance was. Kids these days, they don't respect hamster dance. All they know is flossing. They know crab rave. Crab rave. Crab rave? Crab rave. 
I'll have to check out Crab Rave. Ask I've, any I've, of our children. They will put it on <laughs> for you. It's like... Don't say that too loud. They'll run in here. <laughs> they probably would. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to join us. Yes, anything. We thank won't you. keep you too much. I, we, we kept you longer than we were supposed to. And I appreciate no, you uh, respecting that I don't pay attention to time. We don't. We, clocks no, clocks mean nothing okay. right now. No one knows. I'm glad, I'm, glad I was able, I'm glad I was able to hop on here and talk with you guys. And I hope uh, quarantine continues to go well for you. Yes. Uh, we're, we're you gonna, as well. Gonna try and actually, I think after we let you go, if you want to stick around, we are going to be doing our big time quarantine activity, playing Tetris Attack. So you can this feel free to sit around and watch us do that all the time. Okay, I might do that. <laughs> yeah, excellent. All right, thank you so much, Rebecca. Supergirl right. Radio, go check her out. Bye. I'll have a good night. You too. You too. Woo-doo. Well, that was fun. Let's see what was happening in the chat. So not much. Not much. Uh, just uh, Bobby says, I can understand how everything else may return to some sense of normalcy. And I can definitely see a swath of things going the reroute. Yeah. Very I think true. it'll be different. Yeah, it's going to be very, very different. Well, whenever it happens, <clears throat> that's the thing is like, we have no idea when this is going to happen. Yeah, it it could be weeks. It could be months. It could be years. It could be anything i know i'm like we personally like our family is locked down for three weeks minimum Mm -hmm. because basically we're locked down with the school the florida schools yeah whatever florida schools are doing that's our family's route Mm -hmm. and um i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be interesting because i know our um the politicians in our state are very hesitant to shut all of the things down Mm -hmm. for reasons I have my thoughts, but I'm going to keep those to myself. This is not the yeah. Place. Bobby over in the chat room says he wonders how it's going to affect group gatherings like museums and theme parks. That's a big deal That's in our city. Huge. We live in Orlando. Like so. Disney was supposed to open next week. Mm-hmm. And um, I have read numerous, numerous articles that um, they were supposed to send out um, hours to all their employees this week. Uh-huh. And that is delayed. Mm. Meaning they don't know what they know. They like. They're forbidden from having more than 10 people in a room. Yeah. Like you cannot open Walt Disney World. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know it's the Flower and Garden Festival, everybody, but we're not going to Epcot. Yeah. And I think uh, Fun Spot America actually. Are they still open? uh, They were going to stay open. They closed, but I've heard that they are not great financially and that this will probably kill Fun Spot America. Sad face. I never got there. Yeah. Good coasters and good go-karts. I love a good go-kart. I love a good go-kart. Yeah, I think, um, Bobby, like how you said, it's going to affect things like museums. Right now, I kind of feel like museums are actually doing really good because, well, good is relative, um, because there's a lot of virtual tours, virtual tours, virtual field trips that are going on. So any place that didn't have one of those, let me tell you, they're getting their people out (laughs) to film one because that is huge. I mean, clearly my world is skewed to education and if nothing else, just parents looking for something educational to do with their kids. Me, Mm -hmm. they're on Fortnite and YouTube. Don't care. Have fun. Enjoy. It's still break for me until their teachers start sending me messages going, why is your kid not doing their work? I'll be (laughs) like, they're on Fortnite. It's okay. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of more motivated parents, I guess you could say, that are forcing, or not forcing, they're trying to find some different educational things. Yeah. And there's a lot of people doing all these tours. And I know um, Liza has loved looking at some of that type of stuff. There's like a Harry Potter virtual escape room. There's all sorts of anything that can be done digitally. 
is like booming. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at everybody who's hiring, it's Amazon, Walmart, any and every grocery store and like Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom is like, we need people. Please, somebody help us. We were not expecting <laughs> this. I had never heard of Zoom before last week. <laughs> oh, you hadn't? No. I had started hearing from a lot of uh, podcaster friends of mine and stuff. I had started her- hearing talk of Zoom like Zoom is like Skype used to be. Oh, okay. And, and uh, I, I've used it a few times. And yeah, yeah. it kind of feels like Skype used to. I, so. I, I like Zoom because I have done some Zooming. Mm-hmm. I have I have Zoom, Zoom, Zoomed. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Thanks for listening to the show. If you have your own big idea you've made a reality, we want to hear about it. Let us know by emailing this at doanything.media. We'd love to share your project or maybe even talk to you about it. You can follow the show at I Made This Show, all one word, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Again, that's at I Made This Show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or on our website, imadethis.doanything.media. Again, that's imadethis.doanything.media. And if you do subscribe, make sure you leave a review so we can shout you out on the show. I'm Bill Meeks. Thanks for listening.